Yeah, buddy. Hey, man. Welcome back. Hey, it's Pat Walsh. Hey, this is day two of my Pat's Peeps podcast. I'm feeling better today. I think I'm starting to get over the jet lag a little bit, which makes a big difference. I hope you got a chance to, to listen to our premiere episode of Pat's Peeps, the Pat's Peeps podcast. We did that yesterday. And we're going to do this just as often as possible. And just again, this is an, just a little explanation for you what this is. It's an extension of my radio show. For those of you who know my radio show, The Pat Wall Show, heard across America and beyond, my friends, um, on the iHeartRadio app at uh, KPK in Sacramento. An extension of that. Uh, but more than that is we're going to be doing a lot more things. We're going to be supporting small business. That's what this is all about, which is what I'm going to continue to tell you about that. By the way, uh, just on that note, uh, Red Hot Media Productions, if you're a Pat's Peep, you want to be a Pat's Peep. If your business wants to be a Pat's Peep, it's so cool. We're going to promote the heck out of you. But uh, Red Hot Media Productions, my buddy Dan Knapp runs that bad boy. And uh, we've been friends ever since college, Butte College. Uh, he'll set up your website, and we'll promote you. Uh, also, John Pyron, the business doctor. I'm just going to start with that because they helped put this together for me. We worked for the, you know since the pandemic. We've been working on Pat's Peeps, uh, and it's just a way to support, to, to entertain, be an extension of my show, and to promote local business, mom and pops. We love that. So I want to get to some uh, bunch of stuff today. Just go to patspeeps.com. By the way, on that note. It, it, yes, we want you to check it out on patspeeps.com for now. Uh, and then eventually, it, I guess I'm looking at this. I'm doing a little research on uh, on the other platforms. You know, your iTunes and your, you know, Apple Podcast and Spotify and all that. And uh, the platform I'm using, it's going to start to send those out automatically. But I guess it takes a couple of weeks. By the way, allow me to sip my coffee. Here's something you can't really... I mean, I could do this on the radio, but oh. I love this delicious... You know what? I'm, I'm enjoying waking up, doing my new podcast, Pat's Peeps Podcast, and uh, enjoying my gourmet coffee and, and starting my day. I say gourmet. I'm talking about uh, the fact that I just... You know, they're fresh, French roast, freshly crushed beans. Crushed isn't the right word. Ground, freshly ground coffee beans, and I drink it extremely strong. So to me, that's uh, that's how I start my day. But I'm having fun with this. But anyhow, yeah, um, lots. I, I started to talk about something there. But oh, yeah, so I'm looking at these other platforms, these other platforms, because a lot of people... They're going to want to hear it on on these platforms, Spotify and uh, Apple, iTunes, and all these things I mentioned. So uh, as I'm looking through the process, it looks like it might take a couple of weeks or less before this will automatically be fed to all of these platforms for you. So you can just find it that way. But for now, it's at patspeeps.com. And it's, you know, the weirdest thing is I'm looking through and researching how to make sure that this is on all the streaming platforms, right? And there are these packages on this particular platform that I'm using. There are these packages where you can buy so much time to provide these podcasts. You know, there's a, the basic package is essentially free. And then it goes up from there up to, I don't know, it's pretty, it's fairly inexpensive. So as I'm going through these packages, I'm saying, well, do I, how, much, how many hours do I need to podcast for the month? One of the things, that, that, like they have these other options. Now, I don't even know what these options are, like some kind of, I don't know, magic streaming or whatever. I don't think I need that. I don't even know what it is. I haven't looked into it. 
I don't think I've ever needed magic streaming. But then I, I saw the most bizarre thing. And this is scary. Not only bizarre, but kind of scary. And I don't even know if I want to explore this any further, but there was an option that said co-host, AI co-host, AI co-host. You're telling me, I guess there shouldn't be a surprise, that somehow, some way, I could have an artificially intelligent co-host. Not That wouldn't be the first. Wouldn't be the first time, by the way. But in this context, yes, it would be. I, I can't even believe that. How can I have, or how can anyone have an AI co-host? What does it mean? It means that my job, I guess, at some point in time is done. Just like everyone else's. Because AI, I was listening to George Norrie last night. I don't usually do that, but I found myself uh, listening to George last night. I say, you know, I say I don't usually do that because, listen, I'm not into... Uh, honestly, uh, aliens and, and Bigfoot and all the, you know, and Bigfoot piloting the UFO and, and all of the stuff that uh, that happens on that show. But but I happen to be listening, a very scary interview about artificial intelligence, perhaps taking over the world, being smarter than humans. Anyone hear that? So the humans would be like the second most intelligent creatures on Earth. Sometimes I wonder about that. Sometimes I wonder where we are on the intelligence spectrum from some of the things I see in California. I think we're much lower. Maybe you and I excluded, but I'm just saying, that's a whole other thing. But how can we have a, a, an AI co-host? I mean, what do you do? Do you just bounce it off? How you doing? Good morning, Bob. Hello, Pat. Good to see you. I'm sure the, the voices are going to be better than that. Not so robotic, but what is this? I'm allowed to curse on my show. I won't do that. But I do, would say WT, you know, at least what the heck. So that's beyond me. But you're not going to hear any artificial co-host type of thing on the show. The other thing, too, is that I had to ask a couple of questions regarding this during the process to get the you know to get everything streaming on these platforms. So, so there's this box, and you just you ask a question because, as you probably know, if you're trying to get all of a business these days, you can't even find a phone number half the time. You have to somehow fill out a form online, and then there's this little box that says, "Are you a robot?" I'm like, "Yeah." How many robots are sitting on their their laptop right now? I don't know what the population of robots are that are online searching for stuff, but you always have to put the little box that I'm not a robot. But then, so you ask your question to this, you know, to the platform that I'm using, and it, it, a couple minutes goes by, and then you get a reply. And I'm starting to, and I'm reading the reply. Makes sense. It helped. And then at the end, it says, if you know, something like, if you have any other questions, please just ask. Don't fail to, don't hesitate to ask. Thank you, Priscilla. I'm thinking Priscilla. Is Pris do you is Priscilla a real person? Or is Priscilla a robot? One of these AI robots? That's that's my question. Like, we should have a box to ask Priscilla, whoever, you know, Chuck or whoever signs your uh, you know, signs off on when you're asking a question. Whether they're a robot, because I don't know whether I'm talking to a robot or not. Or if I'm talking to just a nice person, very helpful, named Priscilla. And I'd like to thank Priscilla, but I would feel kind of odd thanking a robot. 
So I want a little box that asks, you know, are you a robot? Anyhow, so that's just part of uh, part of what's on my mind this morning. Also, let's see what else. I've got a, uh, just a variety of things I want to talk about beyond that. And one other thing, before I forget, before I forget this, before I get off of the AI, artificial intelligence thing, aren't we doing this already in so many ways? This occurred to me today as well. I'm getting messages from you guys, and I'm trying to answer back. Now, like if you're on your text message or you're, you're messaging someone back, instant messaging, say, on social media, uh, Facebook or what have you, do you notice when you begin to write things out or you speak to text, speak to message, that suddenly, like there's a little autocorrect, not just autocorrecting your words, and many times wrong, by the way, making it, again, artificial intelligence until they get all that great. But it's kind of scary because do you notice that it, it corrects your grammar and it corrects your punctuation? Tells you where to put the comma in that you didn't put in. Do you notice this? Something is correcting this. And I'm pretty sure it's not Priscilla, the human, or Chuck sitting somewhere in a cubicle in Nebraska or whatever, you know, spell checking everything you're doing. So aren't we already dealing with AI? And we're just like, it's not even a big deal. It's just part of our lives now. And do you use that? Do you hit that so you're precise on your messages? So anyhow, that was kind of weird too. I just thought, you know, I think I am already using AI, but I'm not going to use certainly a co-host in terms of AI. By the way, again, this is Pat's Peeps. And some of the other big news on that is eventually, it should be in the next, I don't know, week maybe, week and a half, perhaps two weeks or even less. Uh, Kendall Toby will be a part of this show. Kendall, my producer for 10 years on the Pat Walsh show, radio show. A lot of people ask about Kendall. Um, and due to... Uh, circumstances Kendall is no longer part of the radio show but we make as I mentioned yesterday on the show we make uh, uh, lemons into lemonade because Kendall is going to be part of Pat's Peeps and then you're going to begin to see business pages and local businesses that we're supporting and then there will be a visual component to this as well all right we'll have Pat's Peeps TV or something like that so you can see all the wonderful you know, uh, outfits and things that Kendall's going to be wearing. We'll be able to share some things with you in that regard. But that's down the line for now. Obviously, our podcast, we're so glad that you're uh, tuned in and listening. Uh, on a positive note, as I mentioned, came back from Italy, two weeks over Italy with conservative tours and a great group of folks. Very, uh, very uh, stressful when they lose your luggage, no matter where you are. That happened to me in Milan. My luggage did not make it back to Newark, New Jersey, which was our stopover on the way back to California. But, alas, yesterday, they knock on my door, guy comes up, brings my luggage. So that's all good. That made me happy. Took the stress off of my, off of my shoulders because, as I mentioned, I think yesterday, you did a lot of shopping in Italy. I'm that kind of guy. I like to shop for clothing. Not for so much for souvenirs for clothing and such, and all that stuff is in my bag. And I'm like, hey, man, why? You can't lose my stuff now. Come on now. You can't do that. So if this ever happens, do you keep in mind 
They're pretty good, at least in my experience so far. This is the only time it's happening. They're pretty good about getting it back to you. They brought it right in the middle of the forest to me from, uh, from Milan. Uh, I want to also, a couple other things I want to get to here. Um, last night during the show, if you were listening, there was a caller, and speaking of Kendall and the, and the podcast and all that, just reminded me of this. There was a caller who called in, and uh, I'm sorry that I can't recall uh, the gentleman's name, but sometimes when you're doing these shows, at least in my in my mind, you're doing the show and you're trying to entertain and you're trying to be informative or what have you. You just have a discussion. But sometimes you don't really know what the show means to others. I, I'll get messages and, from people saying, you know, Pat, you know, you got me through some tough times just by listening to your show, and just, which is something that I never take for granted. I mean, I'm so blessed to hear that. I can't even believe that. I mean, but I've had people say, you know, whether they were sick or going through a divorce or going through whatever circumstances and somehow the pandemic got, you know, for whatever reason, it kind of helped them get through the show. Because sometimes a radio host can sort of be a friend. That's what I love about being a radio host at times and listening to radio hosts. I feel the same way sometimes. But this gentleman was, um, he said disturbed because there was a shroud of mystery that was unintentional regarding the show going to italy i said stay tuned i kept saying stay tuned you know we celebrated kendall's last week before she left and i kept saying hey stay tuned just stay tuned stay positive with this just just you know things are coming up but i didn't want to give anything away because you know kendall needed time she needs still needs time to to make this move and make it all happen before she can be a big part of the show but so we wanted it to be a big surprise, which I, as I mentioned yesterday, I, I revealed this on our trip on the bus in Italy. I revealed that to our great group of people that Pat's Peeps was starting and this was going to be a podcast I'm doing and supporting local businesses and such. And that Kendall was going to be a part of this. So we meant to really make this a wonderful thing and add to the show. So rather than Kendall leaving the show, we take away, hey, we'll have a nice, you know, a new person on the show that we'll have. And then Ken Dog will still be there, but we'll have more. And Kendall will be a part of that more, that exclusive content which you're going to get here on Pat's Peeps. But it was very clear in listening to the caller. And he said it. That he was disturbed. He was, he was afraid. He didn't know what the... He did not know how to deal with what this mystery was. What it was going to be. Whether or not he meant... Perhaps that we were going to, I was going to leave the show or something like that. But he said he had been, he'd listened since the very beginning, which I'm so grateful for and stuck with us. And that it had become such a part of his life, like an essential part of his, of his life, that he had become nervous and somewhat depressed and very anxious about what news we were going to deliver. And that really made me stop and think. Because, and, and we addressed it on the show. And I tell you, that, it really means a lot to me that, that some would, someone would um, enjoy the show and be concerned about that. But I, but, I, but I want to assure you, I would never do that. If there's ever going to be a shroud of mystery surrounding my show, any angle to the show, it's going to be in a way 
that is positive. It means something positive is coming. I would never lead you on and say, all right, here's the bad news. I didn't want to bring the bad news. When Kendall was leaving, we were very upfront about it, and we celebrated her 10 years on the show and our 10 years of doing the show. 10 years plus now we're working on. So I want to make that clear. I want to clarify that, yeah, we're never going to say, oh, just wait, and then it's going to be bad. But I did feel for that gentleman, and I thank you uh, for for that level of concern, and I hope that helped to ease his, his anxiety over that. Um, what else? couple of movies I saw on the plane. I can't wait to talk to Ken Dog. That'll be on Friday night show. Again, KFBK. Ken Dog's in in the 8 o'clock hour, so I'll discuss these movies with him. That's on a completely different note. Also, tonight, I think I may be talking about, okay, titanium phones, big deal. <laughs> Whatever. Why do we have to keep changing phones every couple of years? We may talk about that coming up tonight. You know, one thing I've noticed, too, is I'm waking up hungry now. Before I went to Italy, like, I could wake up, have a cup of coffee. Speaking of that, pardon me. I'm still enjoying this delicious cup of coffee. Uh, but you wake up in Italy. Before I went, I, I didn't have to wake up and eat right away. I could wait a couple hours. In Italy, though, you have to be... Or at least on the tour. You know, you have to be on the bus at a certain time so we can take off and go to our next destination. So you have to be at the hotel breakfast nook at a certain time in the morning, get your breakfast in. One thing I noticed in Italy, man, do they like that. I mean, listen, they serve up a decent breakfast. You got your croissants. You have your standard fare of your fruits and your, you know, uh, your, your standard stuff. But, but when it comes like the standard stuff, like eggs, scrambled eggs. Man, they like the runny scrambled eggs. Very runny. The bacon, I'm not exactly sure how they're cooking the bacon in Italy. But I hope you don't like it crisp. If you're in Germany, last year's trip, you better like your bacon or your sausage salty. I mean, salty. They adore salt, apparently. But you know what I did notice in Italy? Apparently, they cut, they draw the line of potatoes. Now, I'm an Irish guy. I'm an Irish-American. I like my potatoes. Couldn't find the potatoes at the breakfast nook. Another thing, they like their pancakes cold, and the butter is cold to go with the cold pancakes. Try that on for size. Uh, what else I got here? A couple of more notes on my second podcast, Pat's Peeps Podcast. Please spread the word. I sure appreciate you listening. People tell me to watch Frasier. When I was on the trip, one of the people that went on the trip, Jeanette, told me to watch Frasier because I was talking about my show and Kendall. People are asking me about it. And she says, oh, this reminds me of Frasier. And because Frasier, and I'm sorry, I can't remember his producer's name because I haven't watched it that much. She says, you really have to watch it. I mean, this is what he does for a living. He's a talk show host. And he's got his, uh, you know, his, uh, I should remember her name, doggone it. I watched it this morning. Um, is a producer. Sorry, can't remember right off the right off the top of my head. Anyhow, I said, but you know, every time I want to because because of that, I want to watch Frazier. I've always been interested because he's a talk show host. But every time I watch it, it's like he's not doing a talk show. He's like hanging out with that wacky brother of his, or his dad sitting in the chair. He's got the dog, and it kind of seems like. And listen, I'm not putting down Frazier because obviously everyone loves Frazier, but I think. I think I would like it more personally 
rather than the, inter- the interaction with his brother, who I'm eh, not that big of a fan of. I'm just being honest. I wish, I wish it was surrounded more of the radio stuff. You know, like WKRP used to be. Venus Flytrap and Johnny Fever, Dr. Johnny Fever and those guys. So I gave it a shot. I was told to watch it from the beginning, which I did this morning. But again, there's only a little touch, just a little taste of the radio stuff in there. So anyhow, speaking of radio, finally, I'm going to try to do this. I don't know how this is going to work out. But as you know, if you listen to my show, if you know know, that that I love music, love music. So I also have a podcast that you're going to be hearing about, or I might just include it in this. I don't know. You can only take so much of me, and I can only do so much of this. But I, I have an extensive collection of very rare 45s. Very rare. Promotional copies, not for sale, radio DJ copies. Uh, many of them have, it's the same song on both sides because they were radio DJ copies. As I mentioned this time after time, you, you play one side and if it's still a hit, you can flip it over and still have a brand new side that hadn't been played yet in case it's still a hit, right? Uh, other ones, they had the B side. They had a different song on the other side, on the flip side. So I thought it would be fun to feature some of my 45s. And for the sake of this Pat's Peeps podcast, I'm going to try to stay relatively, maybe not all the time, but relatively uh, uh, with popular music, stuff that you you probably heard before. And then, then let's hear what was on the flip side of that. So I chose one at random today. And I'm going to finish my, my second podcast here with a random, the record that I chose off the shelf randomly. And you're going to know this one right away if you're a fan of classic rock. I certainly am. This that I chose is Another One Bites the Dust from Queen. It was written by their bassist, John Deacon. Obviously, he plays a major role in the song. Featured on the group's eighth studio album, The Game, back in 1980. Remember real well when this came out. Worldwide hit. Hit it number one in the U.S. on the Billboard Hot 100 for three weeks. This was from October 4th to the 18th of October. And it was their second and final number one single in the country. Song's been 15 weeks on the uh, Billboard Top 10. It's the longest-running Top 10 song of 1980, including 13 weeks in the Top 5. 31 weeks total on the chart, more than any other song in 1980, reached number two on the Hot Soul Singles chart and the mm, Disco Top 100 chart, which I don't really care about. Won American Music Award, an American Music Award for the favorite rock single. Got it a Grammy nomination for Best Rock Performance by a duo with a vocal. Another one bites the dust. Also, before we get to the lyric here, this is a song that Christian evangelists allege contains subliminal messages through a technique called backmasking. It was claimed that the chorus, when played in reverse, can be heard as decide to smoke marijuana or it's fun to smoke marijuana or start to smoke marijuana. Spokesman for Queen says, eh, that's not true. Gotta wonder who was smoking. 
to try to figure that one out. By the way, the song does contain a backmasked piano, which can be heard clearly when it is played backward. On the show tonight, we are going to play. We'll spin that around and play that for you. But here's what I want to know. I want to know what is on the B side. What's on the flip side of Another One Bites the Dust by Queen? I'm going to flip it over and play it for you. This song is, um, this was a song that had some meaning behind it. A track from, again, the game, written by the band's bass guitarist, again, John Deacon. So he wrote both of these songs. And this song was um, written to combat the rising rate of suicide in the UK at the time, a topic that was close to John Deacon's heart. As a member of his family attempted suicide. So the flip side of Another One Bites the Dust, ironically, is don't try suicide. Lyrics of the song speaking to struggles of those who have considered taking their own lives. A reminder that no matter how hard life may get, suicide is not the answer. Urging individuals to reach out for help and support from their friends and family or professionals. So hopefully they'll let this because I'm explaining the music. Apparently there's some rule that says you can't just play music and be a radio station. But you can talk about and explain the song. So there you go. I'm going to conclude this second episode of the Patch Peeps podcast by thanking you for tuning in. We'll keep doing this. We'll see you on my radio show tonight. Please check out. Our website, patspeeps.com, how to become a Pats Peep and how to uh, stay in touch with us and get exclusive content. Okay. Stay tuned for Pats Peeps number three coming up soon. Thanks for joining us.